Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a crypto podcast. I'm your host, Josh. On the 13th of each month, I come out with a new episode focused on cryptids that I find super fascinating and weird. And if you still don't know what a cryptid is, it is defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Cryptids don't have to be supernatural or mythical beings, although many of them are. Some cryptids have actually become documented animals. Make sure you go and follow the podcast on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, and check out the posts I make for each episode and maybe send some suggestions you'd like to hear. Today's cryptid is part of the paranormal family and has been seen by millions of people. This is probably the most sighted cryptid we have ever covered. A being that takes the shape of a human and lurks in the dark corners of almost everywhere you go. We are talking about the Shadow People. There is no Weird Club segment today, just me. Let's dive in. Shadow people are a worldwide phenomena that have been spotted since the beginning of history. They often appear as dark shapes or shadows of a humanoid figure or living person. These shadows are usually abnormal in some way. Either they are larger than a normal shadow or are only part of a figure. Lots of times they move with quick jerky movements and quickly disintegrate into walls or mirrors. Some present themselves in more of a mist while others are more solid. There have been cases where they have even been seen with eyes that vary in color. And according to witness reports, the shadows with white eyes are typically faster, more logical, and much more still. Whereas ones with red eyes are seen as more demonic or malevolent beings. Now, as there really isn't a chronological order of events for this cryptid, we are going to talk about a possible origin and then get into a bunch of stories. I want to preface this by saying, although there have been many videos and pictures of shadow figures, I have to say it was incredibly hard to find them on the internet. I think this is due to one of our favorite shows, Paranormal Caught on Camera. Since the show has been running for five seasons now, I think once they air a clip, they own the rights to it, meaning that it's taken off the internet. So it was a little challenging finding photos and video evidence, but if you go and watch that show, you will see plenty of shadow figures. We still have photos and videos to talk about today, so don't panic. The other part that made this a little bit challenging was that there is a difference between ghosts and shadow figures. So at the bare bones of it, at one point ghosts were a person, shadow people were not. There are a lot of different beliefs of what ghosts are and such, but the most widely accepted answer is that a ghost are a residual energy left over when a person dies, whereas shadow people are sometimes cerebral beings who are, at best, believed to be from other dimensions, and at their worst, they may be demonic in nature. Ghosts do manifest in shadows forms, but they are different from the shadow figures we are talking about. Okay, so hopefully that answers some immediate questions. The first appearance of something similar to these shadow beings can be found in Choctaw Native American beliefs. They are called Nalusa Chito, which translates to big black thing, and it is roughly equivalent to the devil in Christianity. They were also known as Impa Shloop, which translates to soul eater or great black being. In Choctaw beliefs, it is believed that when a person allows evil thoughts or depression to enter their mind, that is when these evil spirits will take over and eat their souls. Some won't even say its name because they are so afraid of what it can do. They explain that it looks like a man, but 
with very small eyes and long pointed ears. Apparently, it approaches by sliding on his stomach like a snake, and they usually stalk children of younger adult age. Now, this is a little different from what modern-day shadow figures are believed to be. The similarities are the evil and aggressive nature, but this isn't always the case. Behavior does vary, however, a lot of these beings cause their victims to feel unable to move and stare at them in silence, rarely ever speaking. They have been seen sitting on people's chests and are witnessed a lot during sleep paralysis. Either they are causing the paralysis or are using it to their advantage since those people are already unable to move. However, there is something very interesting that a lot of witnesses have seen. It is a certain shadow person that a lot of people have claimed to have seen. He is known as the Hat Man. Timothy M. Brown Jr. created the Hat Man Project in 2001. He had his own experiences with this shadow figure known as the Hat Man. It has taken me the better part of 20 years to fully understand what this phenomenon is all about, and after years of research, I have finally come to a conclusion of who or what the Hat Man is, why he is appearing now, why he is appearing to people all over the world, and what to do if you are or have had an encounter with him. He is writing a book called The Hat Man Revealed, but he shared his experience on his website. So let's hear what he has seen. My experience with the Hat Man came in 1994, when I was about 14 years old. I was living with my grandmother and great-grandmother at the time in my home in Nashville, Tennessee. I had been staying up really late that night, and at about 2 a.m. in the morning, I found myself lying in bed, nodding off as I was watching TV. The lights were all off, and the only light that was lighting my room was coming from the TV set in front of me. From where I was lying down in my room, looking down toward my feet, I had a clear view all the way into and through my great-grandmother's room, which was just parallel to mine, as there was no door between my room and hers. I could also see into the hallway just on the far side of her room. Just inside the hallway was the doorway going into my grandmother's room. As I was lying there, with the covers pulled up to my face nodding off, my eyes would open and fall, open and fall, over and over again. And then, at some point, something I heard on TV made a noise and caused me to wake up and open my eyes a little wider. Only this time, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I had always had a fear about intruders and what I would do if someone ever broke into our home. For a brief moment, I thought that the movement I was seeing might be my grandmother getting up to go to the bathroom. But as I moved my eyes more into focus, looking down through my great-grandmother's room into the hallway, I very quickly realized that it wasn't my grandmother. What I saw gripped me immediately with fear and dread. I saw a tall, human-like figure and the figure looked like that of a man. The man had no distinguishable features whatsoever. I could see no eyes, no nose or mouth, only blackness. He looked like a shadow, only darker, much darker. He had a very wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat that flowed as he moved. I started to tremble. My heart began to race. At that moment, I came to the conviction that there was indeed an intruder in my house. As I watched him move, in the back of my mind, I began to play out scenarios as to what he and I were going to do 
Was I going to yell? Was I going to get up and run after him and try to fight him? I kept looking into the hallway. He stood there at the threshold between my great-grandmother's room and my grandmother's room. He leaned his head and body into my great-grandmother's room and looked in, turning his head toward her and then toward me. I had my eyes closed as much as I could so I could still see him and yet still look like I was sleeping. He stood there for what seemed like an eternity, just staring. He then moved very slowly and without sound back into the hallway just out of view. As I kept watching, I then saw this blacker-than-black figure move toward my grandmother's room, just like before. He leaned his body and head in our doorway, looking at her, again not making a sound. He then leaned back and moved out of view, into the hallway. At this point, I didn't know what else to do. I was convinced that we had some kind of burglar in the house. So I summed up as much courage as I could, jumped out of bed yelling and charged into the hallway ready for a fight. I turned the hallway and he was gone. Obviously my yelling and screaming startled and woke up my grandmother and great-grandmother. I told them what had happened and needless to say we didn't go back to sleep for a long time. And then when we did, we left the light on. He goes on to explain that they got up the next morning and discussed it with his family and realized that he wasn't the only one who had seen this figure. Both his grandmother and great-grandmother had seen this same being. In fact, a few nights before his sighting, his grandmother had her own sighting, but the defining moment came when he was driving, listening to a popular radio show called Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, and on the show they were discussing shadow people. And the guest brought up this hat man being. That is when Brown realized he wasn't alone in his sighting, and it became his mission to figure out what was going on. On his website, people have submitted their own sightings with this being. There are a lot, but I have one of the more recent stories here. This was posted on October 18th, 2021. Hello, my name is Jennifer Chin from Versailles, Missouri. I have been haunted by the Top Hat Man since 1982. This haunting began when I was just eight years old. My mother had just married my stepfather, who was very abusive, and we moved from Missouri to Texas to begin our new life with him. I began seeing figures at the end of my bed, and two were pleasant, and one not so much. Let me explain my first recollection of the Top Hat Man. My stepfather wanted to take a photo of me and my then three-year-old cousin. We were standing in front of a sliding glass patio door with a sheer curtain covering it. It was daylight outside with full sun. My stepfather had my cousin and I stand together as he took a Polaroid photo of us. When the photo developed, it was dark with clouds, smoke, and in the middle was a man wearing a top hat and a trench coat. Obviously, at first we thought this may have been captured from the television, However, we weren't watching TV at the time. This was a Polaroid-captured photo with instant results, with no ability for Photoshop. It doesn't help that the house we lived in had strange events that occurred and the previous owners left in a hurry, leaving valuables behind. We heard strange noises in the attic and ceiling fans would turn on and off along with the window air conditioning units while being unplugged. There was one event that left us speechless. 
My three-year-old cousin wanted to brush her teeth, and she was too short to reach the counter in the bathroom. My mother told her she could use her closet mirror in her bedroom. My cousin came out of the bedroom and said, The baby in the mirror took my toothbrush. We searched the house for the toothbrush and couldn't find it. My mother then told my cousin to ask the baby in the mirror to give it back, and she walked out with the toothbrush. We moved from that house, and eventually my mother had the courage to leave my abusive stepfather, and we moved back to Missouri in 1983. The home we moved to was a two-story home with a basement. I always felt uneasy about the home and chalked it up as trauma after leaving my stepfather. I would have dreams of being in the basement, and I would feel this heaviness behind me, and when I would turn around, I would see the top hat man. I couldn't breathe, and I would pass out from his presence. I had this dream too many times to count, and only while we lived in that house. When I would tell my mother, she would tell me that it was trauma from the photo that was taken of my cousin and I, and he wasn't real. Let's fast forward to 2012. I am married with two teenage children. My daughter was 16 years old. I was deputy for a sheriff's office. I had drank an energy drink at the beginning of my shift at approximately 1600 hours. I kept feeling a weird heartbeat, and at the end of my shift, I drove to our ambulance base and asked them to check me over. I was transported to the hospital and diagnosed with the pre-ventricular contractions. Harmless. I had no way home and had to call my daughter to pick me up from the hospital. I told her I was okay, but I needed a ride home from the hospital. She said, Mom, I'm so thankful you called and are okay. I was having this horrible dream. She said, I had this dream that this guy in a trench coat and top hat was chasing me and my brother. I had never told her any stories about my experience with the top hat man up to this point. Once I began to tell her about the top hat man on our way home, she was terrified. She has had dreams of the top hat man several times, but hasn't seen him since she has been grown. Let's fast forward to 2016. I was speaking to my infamous cousin who is now grown. I'm not sure how the conversation came up. However, I began telling her about the Top Hat Man and about all the strange occurrences that happened over the years. She began to tell me that she has taken several photos of her children, and she will capture the Top Hat Man in photos. She has numerous photos with him in them. She never knew about the Polaroid photo or the Baby in the Mirror occurrence that happened many years ago. Let's fast forward to 2018. I was in conversation with a sales rep at our local cell phone provider store. A man had died several years earlier in her home, and it was quite the extraction to remove him from the home. As a deputy in the county, I was aware of the details surrounding the man's death. She began telling me how she has seen the top hat man in her home. She said she would be in her basement and feel a dark presence, and she would see the top hat man at the top of the stairs. Although I haven't seen the top hat man since my youth, he somehow is still with me and my family. Now, in this, we also see the multiple people have seen the same figure. Not only that, but they also have similar feelings of terror. Now, in this case, we can see that there was some abuse going on, which could also allow the feelings of depression and evil thoughts that relates back to the Impa Shilap. But either way, what we get from this is that there is definitely something going on with the hat man figure because multiple people who have no connection whatsoever have seen the same thing brown 
does claim that he has an answer to what this figure is, and it'll be explained in his book, so I guess we will have to wait to get answers on that. Okay, I know what you're saying. Okay, but Josh, you haven't shown us any hard evidence yet, and you are right. But now we are going to get into just some real pieces of evidence. The first one is from a pair of ghost hunters in the United Kingdom. Lee Steer and Lindsay Sheeran run a Facebook group called Ghosts of Britain. They were streaming their investigation of the Lord Line building in Hall, England. They both said that this was the scariest thing they had ever witnessed. Steer said, We live streamed our investigation to thousands, and loads of people were commenting that they could see a shadow standing in the hallway in one of the rooms in the Lord Line building. I was on the top floor of the building, and it felt like my legs were jellified. We do these kinds of investigations a lot, but this one made me feel really uneasy. I felt scared, like I was sinking, and it was a type of fear that's hard to explain. It just wasn't right. The picture is on Instagram, and you can clearly see a tall figure in the hallway. This figure is very clear at the top, with its head and shoulders, and then it turns more into a dark mist at the bottom. Now, this wasn't the only interaction they got with this spirit. The pair had asked the spirit to change the temperature of the room, and it went from being 5 degrees Celsius to 10 degrees in a matter of minutes. They also asked the spirit to manipulate the facial features of a person. They said that the face of another investigator who was with them changed into one of an angry sailor. Shiran explained that it felt like we were being watched and followed and felt spiritually unsafe, like we weren't welcome. Let's just keep going on the scary note, because this next video is bone chilling. May 1st, 2022. A video was posted on Reddit by the user Bored Guy Online. In the video, we see someone walking down the hallway of an abandoned hospital. When the camera pans to one hallway, we can see in a room far down the shape of a person peeking out of a room and then going back in. The camera quickly goes back to show nothing was there and that's when the video ends. The user that posted it said that it was the creepiest shit I have seen in my life thus far. He went on to say that the security guard would see things so often he told me to shoot on my camera because I may see something. And boy oh boy, did he see something. I showed my mom this video while I was writing this episode, and she did not like it one bit. This figure is so clear, it's scary. I think for me, the scariest part is how dark it is. No fabric could be that black, nor do I think it could come from a person that well, unless it was perfectly tailored for them. And that seems like a lot to do just for a Reddit video. There were some comments on the video about how it must be fake since the video ends there and the person filming didn't go to show that no person was in there or investigate further. But I have to say, I have no idea what I would have done if I saw that. Most likely, I would have hightailed it out of there. But we don't really have any other further information on this, and maybe we won't. But what we do have is some pretty solid evidence of a shadow person. Now. Of course, this wasn't the only story on Reddit, and of course I had to throw a couple in an episode before we get to another crazy video. So, here are two Reddit stories that encompass the behavior of these beings. 
After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel really icy. Next, it would feel as if something or someone that hated me was staring at me. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back an hour later. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impersonation. Other times, my dog would whimper and pace in the next room to mine, but wouldn't come when called, as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. This story is creepy, especially because of the growling. What we get with this one is another side of these figures. We get a much more malevolent, demonic-like being. Now, this kind of gets into one of the explanations, but there is a strong case for this being related to demons or demonic entities. However, that is a really hard thing to prove, but we have seen that, for the most part, these figures usually bring horrible feelings. Feelings of dread that have also been reported around demons and victims of demonic possessions. But here is another story posted on Reddit. This was about 10-15 years ago. I was about 14 years old. I was sober and never heard of a shadow person before. At the top of my street are dense woods and a single path to an open field where we would ride dirt bikes. I'm on a dirt bike and my older brother and his friends were walking my dog. They decide to leave, but I wanted to do some more laps, and by the time I finish my first lap, they are out of sight. So I go to do another lap, and as I come to the far side across from the path, I notice this dark silhouette at the tree line and instantly get chills and the hairs are standing on edge. It felt like minutes, but I probably only sat there staring for a few seconds. This thing is blacker than black, like Vanta black. The shadows being cast by trees and bushes were not even close to this. I am scared shitless because I know I am looking at something paranormal. I thought about ditching the bike and booking it through the woods home because it was literally standing on the edge of the path leading out. I was in fight or flight mode and figured I can't fight a ghost so I decided to ride as fast as I could and did not look back. The scariest part was knowing that to get out of there I had to go literally feet from it. This thing was 7 to 9 feet tall but I figured it couldn't grab me if I went fast. Never saw it again, but I never go in the woods alone, and I never had sleep paralysis, so never experienced the evil ones. It did not give me an evil vibe, like it wanted to harm me, but it did not give off a good vibe either. It was just observing. I was scared because I have never experienced the paranormal before, but now I wish I would see it so I can try to understand it. I feel like it wanted me to see it because other Shadow People stories I read not involving sleep paralysis, they always vanish or dart away. But this thing just stood, motionless. Maybe it was shocked I basically went right at it. What I cannot understand is why this thing had a top hat fedora on. My question for everyone is, why is this thing trying to mimic 19th century attire? Or did we try to mimic it?
and the hat man returns and he is outside what this sighting reminds me of is the dark watchers from california it gives the same exact observation from a far vibe and not to mention it feels like this writer is unaware how this same figure has visited so many others but i think one of the most important parts is how the writer mentions that it was darker than black and as we saw in the video from the hospital it seems like a common trait and now we have another video to prove it. An episode of Paranormal Caught on Camera aired with the title Shadow Figure 911 in Georgia and more. Outside of Savannah, Georgia, Brandy Knight had been working at a 911 call center for seven years. She says that they always had weird things going on at the office. Sounds like things falling up in the attic. A bouquet of flowers was pushed off a shelf by an unseen force. A Coke can slid across a counter. But on June 16, 2020, some lights just started turning on and off by themselves. Then, four days later, there were knocks heard when she was alone there. And then, four days after that, she tried to communicate with whatever spirit was there. And right after she asked, is anyone here with me? There's a loud knock and movement right next to her that scares her so much she screams. But then, a week later, Brandy was going over to change the thermostat when she passed by the sliding glass window that looks out into the hall. She noticed what looked like the shoulder of a person half out of a doorway to their break room, but she was alone there. Then she got her phone and started recording. She slid open the window and looked outside to see the figure in the doorway before pulling back into the room. After she saw this, she called a police officer to report an intruder. But when he got there, there was nothing in the building. This video shows another darker than black shadow in the doorway. It's peeking around the corner just watching, just like most of the others. We could go on and on about these shadow figures. There are a ton of sightings and videos as well, but I think it's time we get into some possible explanations. There are a lot of neurological answers that could cause a person to see things that aren't really there. For example, schizophrenia and bipolar disorder all have hallucinations attached to them. People with these disorders also frequently believe they are being followed or controlled by a stranger. Some have also claimed to have been manipulated by aliens. However, it seems highly unlikely that this many people have the same illusions, not to mention the fact that some people have seen these figures with other people and as children. So I think it's safe to say that this is not the answer we are looking for, and I think we can rule it out. A neurologist named Dr. Ulf Blanke of the Brain Mind Institute of Lausanne, Switzerland, conducted a study that directly relates to these shadow people. They had a 23-year-old woman who began having epileptic seizures, seemingly out of nowhere. So he and his colleagues applied a mild current through surgically implanted electrodes to various regions of her brain. But there were no responses until they applied the current to the woman's left TPJ, or temporal partial junction. That is when she reported feeling the presence of a mysterious person behind her, a motionless and speechless shadow that imitated her body posture and actions. He lay beneath her when she lay down, sat behind her when she sat down, and attempted to take a test card from her when she tried to participate in a language exercise. 
Then Dr. Blanky went on to explain that this could be the answer to why others are having these same feelings, that there is a misfire of brain activity and a chemical imbalance that would cause this part of the brain to be overly stimulated. Although this is plausible, a much more in-depth study would need to be conducted, so until that happens, we can't say for sure what this is or what is happening. Another possible explanation is one that I think we can rule out almost immediately. It is reported that many methamphetamine addicts report the appearance of a shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. A psychiatrist named Jake Potts suggests that methamphetamine users adds a conspiratorial component to the sleep deprivation hallucinations. I don't think that everyone that is seeing these figures are addicts, so again, I say we rule this one out. But it does open another possibility that has to do with sleep. Some skeptics say that these figures are all due to sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is a medical phenomenon that takes place when someone is in between a sleeping and a wakeful state. During sleep paralysis, a person feels conscious, but they're unable to move or speak and may experience a feeling of intense dread and the sensation of being suffocated or even hallucinations of shadow figures. And although this definitely could account for a good number of sightings, this doesn't answer the times when people saw them in the woods, or in an abandoned hospital, or in a 911 call center. It also wouldn't account for the photo and video proof. Theories of what these shadow figures are could range from demonic entities, to aliens from another galaxy, to people from other dimensions or multiverses. However, we might not ever get an answer to these questions. Instead, we will just have to hope that the shadow people won't come and pay a visit to us. So, what do you think? Are shadow people really out there? We are on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next. It would mean a lot to us if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It's a great way for others to find the podcast and enjoy, just like you. One month from today, I will be covering a case that was sensationalized by a hit horror film called The Exorcist, The Exorcism of Roland Doe. See you next month. This episode was written and hosted by me, Josh, with logo design by Jason Zeich and theme music from purpleplanet.com.